0: There we go uh, turn on the old funny moon All right. there he goes there he goes <laughs> <It's>...
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey mike thomas is a, is a fan so
0: oh yeah oh yeah mike mike thomas yeah that's gonna be my union best TV brothers podcast presented by the brotherly game i'm aj down in fredericksburg virginia joined by my co-host and my brother
1: i am luke i'm up here in philly this episode 116
0: Um, oh (laughs) man yeah yeah right over there yeah no i am like too sober to do this right now (laughs) first. yeah so uh you mean we're gonna talk about two games we didn't record last week um because the union lost and we were just drowning our sorrows in tears. And we'll talk about the Montreal game, which, uh,
1: was kind of barely better,
0: barely better. Yeah. yeah. It's going to, Oh man. Yeah. This is going to be a sucky podcast. Gosh.
1: <laughs> need you know back.
0: What? I'm going to do my best to give Mike Thomas the humor that he craves.
1: <laughs> um, underrated. It's... He said, or underappreciated,
0: underappreciated, probably yeah. underrated. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, (laughs) uh, Luke, yeah, the union have played eight games, you've been to seven of them. Yeah, feels pretty cool. You were in Toronto. Uh, before we talk about the game, tell me about it. Tell me about Toronto. Tell me about your trip without like boring everyone.
1: Yeah, no, it was cool. So it was me and my wife. Um, and... Oh
0: God, this is so boring. Okay, let's go <laughs> no, into the game.
1: <laughs> no, it's cool. So our Airbnb was right next to the Scotia Bank Arena, like the where the Raptors play. So like, if the scheduling was a little better or a little different, like it could have been the same night that the Sixers playing up there because they're playing the Raptors in the, in the playoffs. But um, it's cool. Like we're in like that like kind of downtown area where there's like there's that stadium, there's the, the baseball stadium, there's the big uh, the CN Tower, which is like the big you know tall needle like tower um where where we like went up the first night and had dinner there but um yeah it it was Toronto's real cool city it was like the first time on one of these kind of soccer trips where people recognize our union gear and like talk to us about soccer so that was really cool like we're just like waiting for brunch that Saturday morning some guys were you know saw our union gear talked about us talked to us like they're like Vancouver fans but they're just kind of in the town and there's multiple other you know Toronto fans like you know talk notes before and after the game like at the airport and stuff so it was, that was cool just like kind of getting a sense that they're like a kind of serious about soccer and like it's it's big it's big for them up there so it was it was cool to really get that kind of sense in over the weekend and um and then yeah the stadium was really cool uh we like walked from kind of center city toronto into the stadium and like along the, the lake and stuff and it was very cold uh it's it still feels like winter in canada which i guess isn't really surprising but uh uh stadium's really nice the the game was you know we'll, we'll get into it it wasn't as as great but the all in all it was a fun weekend up in toronto
0: very cool now their stadium location you said you walked to it from yeah, the middle
1: yeah of- i mean it was a it was like a you know maybe 20 30 minute walk but we just kind of wanted to you know get a feel for the area and stuff and walk along the lake um so it's kind of outside this the city which is which which was like but not like obviously not too far because we walked but it's you know the other stadiums were like really like in in the city which was cool but they just i guess you know the to sea was just outside the stadium or the city nice yeah.
0: is there was there like a was there like a sense of atmosphere outside of the stadium before you guys were able to get in was there like tailgating and stuff like the even games
1: uh not as much tailgating um there was like a a couple food trucks outside the stadium that we like hung out at and that's where like other fans Toronto fans started gathering um it wasn't as it it was like maybe like a 100 people at that before like people really started showing up for the actual game so there's less of like a pre-game atmosphere that that we found at least um but it was still still a good time I got poutine so I had to you know get the Canadian staples and it was pretty good
0: yeah yeah um yeah once when I was in Montreal, we ordered poutine with a side of fries, and we, <laughs> we me and my buddy Murray didn't know what it was.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Um, so they told us we should probably hold off on ordering a side of fries. And, <laughs> That's so good. Um, nice, man. Well, cool. Thanks yeah. for uh, sharing that journey with us and updating us that Canada's cold. Yeah. Um, Heard it here first. So,
1: what'd you say? Heard it here first.
0: Heard it here first. Yeah, breaking. Um, Yeah, I didn't, uh, just full disclosure, I didn't watch this game. Um. So yeah, caught up on the highlights. That missed red card, uh, little egregious. MLS has apologized. Um, I believe all fans will be receiving an apology letter in the mail. Yeah, looking for um, that.
1: That was frustrating because I, I was on like the opposite end of this of the stadium, so okay. I could see that there was like a, a harsh foul, but I couldn't see how bad it was. Only, uh-huh. I, only I, I can only see like Kern's reaction, which was was pretty animated for, for as right. far as current goes so like we could tell that something was up i couldn't really see until after the game that like oh yeah that was i don't get how they missed that so i mean that's a game-changing call right there that, that early right. in the game that's, that's pretty frustrating but it is what it is yeah yeah it it is what it
0: is um yeah then we give up a couple i mean you give up two goals that really were preventable yeah. and uh i think that kind of Negates complaining about the refing. I mean, definitely. Yeah, maybe. it was.
1: I feel like yeah. it was kind of one of those like uncharacteristic Union games where our defense really was just not up for it. Um, there's kind of like, yeah, uh, the first goal was like a, a bad turnout, turnover out of the back from Martinez, and then Pazuelo got on the ball, and I feel like we were a little. Gave him a little too much space, but also like guys are really trying to close in on him, but like weren't trying to bite on on Pozuelo's moves. So like, I feel like three guys close in on him, and even like Herial shifted over and left his man open, and that's what created the, the goal, the first goal. And then we just it just gave him too much space. Where Pozuelo gave him a little too much respect, which is kind of the the downfall of of this game in, in terms of the goals, but. I don't know. It's not something that we usually see from the union, but it's it, it, you know they're they're bound to lose it at some point.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you know, world world's not falling apart over one loss. Um, yeah.
1: And Toronto, they they actually they were better than I expected. Uh, like Hernandez obviously is, is is very talented, but they have like um, an, a handful of young guys that were surprisingly looked really good. Um, so I feel like that they're going to be a team that has a good shot at making the playoffs, so maybe we'll see them again in in a more a game with more more uh, importance.
0: Yeah. Um then I think that obviously the highlight is our goal. You know, you got our our three three big offensive stars. Um I don't know, stars maybe Luke's term right now. Mm-hmm. Um combining uh i upon watching the replay i was like holy smokes like it just seemed like it should have been stopped on the toronto end. it felt like a very slow and holy crap somebody better shoot this ball right but but they figured it out and uh yeah okay coranza gets a another one it yeah was, it gets a, it's pretty cool
1: yeah yeah it was nice it feels like a goal that we could replicate a lot because it was getting behind the defense like he's he tends to do, and then kind of like was able like, actually able to like you know build a goal off of that, and those guys combining. The, it's yeah, it shows a promise, and hopefully we can just see more of that chemistry build and, and those guys connecting. Because yeah, like you said, like you you would expect Toronto to shut that down, but they have the those those three guys have the composure and the skill on the ball to like be able to figure out the way how to you know get around the defense and create that like a pretty open easy goal to to finish it off. So it was it was nice to see.
0: Yeah. So I mean that that chemistry that goal should be leading to a lot of confidence and you're going into a home game against another Canadian team so surely those three in our offense should click and put together a great offensive performance at home. But but I don't I don't think I I don't think I would call that a, an offensive masterclass against Toronto in our next game.
1: Yeah, definitely not. The first half was definitely better than the second. And those guys, those three guys, were were kind of combining and, and really you know, trying to figure it out, but it yeah, it truly really just wasn't clicking. This game was not exactly an exciting one to watch, and our only goal was off a of PK. And I don't know there i I don't know if you caught this on TV, but there I did see like a little bit of some some drama about who was going to take that PK. Gazdag was was really really wanted to take it, and and then you know Karanta earned earned the, the the foul so that's i guess that was a deciding factor of him, ta- him getting the pk but you know both those guys are are pretty much on a hot streak this to start this this year so i mean i'm confident in both of them but yeah Gazdag was a straw and all the, you know everyone around him was a to console him before and after the pk because he was he was really really wanted to take it um so fortunately at least has scored it but i, I yeah just it's something interesting to see from our vantage point on the in the game
0: yeah, uh, I'll be honest, I didn't want either of them to take it. I think the right person who should have taken it was Yua.
1: I was thinking that too. Yeah, get him on the board.
0: Yeah, I was kind of surprised that as a collective that was not the decision, but, yeah. um, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't want to make it bigger than it is. Yeah, But I do want to go back to Gazdog because, uh, you know, obviously we're giant Gazdog haters. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really hard time figuring out if his his game was good or bad uh, against Montreal. Uh It felt like at times he was one of the top players on the field and drawing defenders, making nice plays, trying to make things happen when not much was going on around him. Yeah. But then other times I felt like he was on a different page than everyone else where, you know, like we were just saying, against Toronto, him and Carranza put together a nice play for a goal, I felt like it was almost like they were completely different pages this this game. Um yeah. And so yeah, I just it was a very I was like, oh wow, Gazdag, great play, great play. And then it was, oh no, wrong, wrong, wrong. Um
1: Yeah, I feel like it is something where it's still like those three guys need to figure out their like, you know, spacing and chemistry that that we we kind of were hinting at in the previous game. But because even with, like, even, like, Ewell was, like, it, he was kind of non-existent most of this game and really struggling to, like, figure out how to to get involved. And I saw him, like, going out wide at, like, certain times, like, getting real wide at, like, being, like, a winger just to try to find space to, to get behind the defense or run into a ball or, or just, you know, move the defenders around for something. And, and it really just weren't – they weren't figuring it out. So maybe it's just a, a matter of these guys still learning each other's tendencies and, and and like positioning to to really get it going. But yeah, I agree. Like Gazek was like on the ball a lot, but yeah, just nothing really came of it.
0: Yeah. Um and overall, I mean the team was just, yeah, struggling offensively. Mm-hmm. And uh I mean mm-hmm. nothing I don't know. The 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 big opportunity miss with flack and you know three on one, that it's just tough. And it is Like, I don't know if you've listened to um, It's Always Soccer in Philly. Uh, Kincaid did a nice little discussion on that piece, been part of the game. But it's just, oh, it's just tough that, yes, he's a young dude. Yes, he's not supposed to be our offensive spark plug. And we don't really expect him to be providing offense. But, man, when you get that ball inside the 18 and you've got two strikers with you, like – Worst, I uh, we got to get
1: a, you got to get at
0: least a shot. Right. I mean, it was just crazy that like, not even a shot came from that movement.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, literally three on zero, and nothing came of it. It's, yeah, that's tough. And yeah, like we like Flock, and he does a lot of great things. But yeah, we don't. I I don't really need to have him on the ball in the box really. After seeing that, <clears throat>
0: um, I guess let's. I guess we can dig into that a little more. Mm-hmm. I know your thoughts on who do you, does does he start next game? I mean, it, and, and you know, let's let's hold on to that. Let's hold on to that. Okay, okay. We get to that. Let's let's hold on to that. So teaser, teaser. I'm going to ask Luke in about half an hour. Does he start Leon Flock? And okay. Luke let out a deep sigh before answering. So That's... Um, phew, anything else? Let's see. Um, oh yeah. yeah kai kamara scored because that's what he does yeah
1: he has Um, uh, i i heard a stat um he has the most goals against the unit than any other player
0: you heard that i saw that it was on it was on the broadcast oh really
1: i i heard it on the uh on like a review show so i thought that was yeah i'm glad you yeah i'm
0: glad you're up to date on on that yes (laughs) that's interesting
1: though that's i mean i guess it makes sense he's been around forever and i guess played on mostly eastern conference teams i don't know if that's true but I feel like he's played against us a lot, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard this one, but Kai Kamara plays against the Union every third game. That's... <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. It's something. Um, yeah. Dude. Uh, oh, I was going to say, do you know who's second on that list? But I don't even know if it's accurate. But...
1: Go for it. You might,
0: you might be able to guess it.
1: Goals against the Union? Yeah. Um i don't know who
0: uh i i don't know if this is right so but i think i think it, they said it was bradley wright phillips
1: oh gotcha okay that makes sense
0: yeah yeah okay. i thought you might go uh, yeah, yeah put yeah, me
1: yeah. on the spot i froze i don't know yeah you no,
0: froze uh, that's i was, <laughs> I was cool. trying to
1: think of a joke answer that you would come up with so i couldn't think of anything
0: uh, uh <laughs> own, goal. own goal yeah spot. that's what i was gonna say yeah um all right uh yeah, lost, lost a lot of money on that game. That was a shame. <laughs> um, but some money I lost was because Nathan Harrell didn't score. And the only reason I put money on him to score because it was his birthday. So shout out to Nate, um, turning 21. He, he he took a couple knocks in the game. Uh, I was a little nervous for him, but mm-hmm. yeah, dude is tough. Dude is tough. Kept Definitely. grinding through Um But I did want to give a shout out to another podcast, MLS Gone Wild, another Virginia-based MLS podcast, so shout out to the VA. Uh, but they had Nate on, and it, it was a great interview. Um, really enjoyed it. They also, uh, I thought, it was they they called him out for a goal that was the one of the Toronto goals. Um, not called him out, but just kind of asked him what how how it all broke down and stuff. And it was just kind of cool. One for them to have the Cojones to have a guest on, and then kind of ask him what went wrong in a play yeah and uh then it was cool for him to just kind of walk through the toronto goal and kind of say what he saw what what his uh thought process was and he's just a, such a smart kid and well-spoken that mm-hmm. i really enjoyed listening to him and um obviously we've talked to him a couple times so he's he's definitely a an honorary honorary bro
1: yeah i suppose big fan of his yeah
0: so yeah if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that um, it's still still relevant they just don't talk about like most recent stuff but yeah it's cool um, I want to ask you a big question about the union right now after those two games a loss and a boring tie
1: mm-hmm.
0: which, which statement feels more accurate right now the union um, have lost one game this year and are in first place feeling good or the union are winless in two games after a good start
1: I i go with the first one still. So. okay because it's I mean it they had such a great start and they are still top of the east a, a really good team I I think these these two games can't negate all of that and we played, you know, could could have easily been been a tie against Toronto. Like we even, you know, came back and like one got up a goal with that the set, the the Wagner goal that got called back. But and then Montreal like you know we gave up a a goal where we were just a step behind each play and and it, you know could have easily been a one zero win. It wasn't like they played bad. They just didn't. They just played. It was, it was a boring game. They didn't play great. Um, but I, I think they're still a, a quality team and. Even even though they haven't maybe hit that top level yet, they're still early and they still have plenty of quality to to make that happen. So I, I, I still I don't really have a lot of confidence lost in this team based off those two games. But I don't know. Do you have any a different take there?
0: Um, no, and I'm I'm glad you you're still feeling that way. Um I don't want my little bro being depressed over here. <laughs> Thanks. Let me just let me just try to, to depress you though. Um, no, Can't I'm but, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, you're not really my brother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no. So, just looking into the future, we've got Nashville away, and they're opening up their brand new stadium. Uh-huh. Let's say, not that either of us would predict this will happen, but let's say the Union lose that, and now they're oh two and one in their last three. Yeah. Does that impact? Does do you start to worry a little bit then? Or are you kind of just like, well, like I just said, they're just opening up their new stadium. They're not a bad team. That's kind of a a lose, just a, a loss of a situation.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess some of it depends on, like, how they actually look in these games. Because, like, yeah, the Montreal game was boring, but it Union didn't look outplayed, and didn't really look outplayed against Toronto Aside of, like, outside of maybe, like, individual efforts by Pozuelo. Um, so, like, I it's not like they're getting like blown off the field within these games. So I think that's like, that's kind of the factor in in my head like the kind of the eye test, if they, if they they just look way worse than Nashville, then maybe that's a concern, but we'll see if that actually happens.
0: There you go. Good answer. Good answer. All right. All right, cool. Um, all right. Now, what if the union lose their next 10 straight games?
1: Do we have, (laughs) we have a whole monthly preview in our next segment. So I don't know how we could save this for then.
0: All right, cool. So we'll just go over each game that we lost, lose <laughs> in the next month. That's a good idea. It's
1: going to be great. So we're we'll
0: going to come back after. Well, well, we got to do Union Best, Union Worst. Yeah. All right, Union yeah. Best, Union Worst. Luke, I'm going to take Union Best. I'm going to go Carranza. Two goals of those two games. That's that's my guy. Nice. I picked him first in the Doopy Brother fantasy draft. Um, that's that's good. my best. Who's your best? Who you got?
1: Um, I'm going to go with hmm. – Ooh. Uh, I almost want to I'll go with Wagner I feel like he's been Involved with a lot Even especially going forward And you know, Has been good on set pieces So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with him Interesting Okay uh, Yeah I just couldn't think of anyone Yeah uh, Carranza feels like the clear answer um, And I, I I feel like two losses I don't want to go with like a center back Even though I did go with a defender But I feel like it's more because of uh, Wagner's offensive Impact Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I was gonna make fun of you for taking a defender, but you you got yourself there. Yeah. Uh you mean worst, I'm just gonna say flock based on um what we might talk about in the uh second half of the episode.
1: <laughs> the second half's gonna be packed with stuff. Just just you guys. Oh, right?
0: it's gonna be so packed. <laughs> and we're just gonna tease it all.
1: <laughs> um yeah, worst, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Martinez. Um he, he was frustrating with his turnovers in Toronto and and just his his decision making on the ball has been increasingly frustrating because like all of his you know long range no chance shots and then his distribution out, out of the back has been frustrating so and I think that, that kind of bit us in these, these games so I don't know that, that's his my pick all
0: right yeah fair, fair.
1: All right, cool all right man
0: well uh, what, what what do uh, our faithful listeners have to look forward to in the second half give him a nice little tease Luke
1: uh, we're going to talk about the month of May and it's going to be jam-packed with a lot of takes.
0: Cool, man. There you go. I right. right, come back <laughs> after this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by The Brotherly Game. Thanks for coming back to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Luke, we'll may is right around the corner yep um and if you know april showers bring may games
1: i don't know but you nailed it no you nailed it because there's gonna be a bunch of games in may
0: yeah so uh yeah six league games one open cup man uh could there be more open cup games if we
1: win I don't know. I feel like it's possible. Like they do, like a double header, or not double header, but like two weeks. Second round. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Um, hey man,
0: anything's anything's possible. Anything's
1: yeah, man, possible. O- anything's possible. In the Open cup, definitely. Um,
0: that's right. They might just they might just play games back to back all night.
1: It's possible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, you beat Orlando. Okay, anyway. go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, but the month of May is gonna be really tough, and, and it makes you realize that our uh beginning of the year schedule was pretty easy with all the home games and easier opponents because in May we have, yeah, six league games, one Open Cup, five on the road, three at the Western Conference teams. So it's going to be a lot of traveling and a lot of difficult opponents. So we start at Nashville in their home opener and in the, you know, the biggest soccer civic stadium in the country. So that's going to be pretty, pretty tough atmosphere and a tough energy to beat um and then add lafc orlando midweek i mean it's it's gonna be that that first stretch is gonna be tough um do you have any prediction on the number of points from the full month or maybe those first three game results
0: um well big picture kind of looking at it Mm -hmm. so you got just for the for the full scope of things nashville lafc orlando on the road all three on the road Red Bull home. Oh, Orlando's Open Cup too. Um, yeah, and that's midweek. Yeah, Red Bull home, Miami home midweek, and then away to the Timbers, and then away to the Revs. One nice thing, out of our one, two, three, four road games that are league home, uh, league away games. Sorry, four away games for league play. Three of those are West Coast or Western Conference. Mm-hmm. We only have one Eastern Conference game away for uh league play and yeah. then obviously Orlando away mm-hmm. or open cup. So, I mean, the nice thing is if, let's say you, you go oh to Owen and o and four for those four away games for league play, you're only really losing points to an Eastern conference team in one of them. Um, That's any, true. any, any points that are going to be gained throughout those four games on the road in May. Are almost just gained points just because you're not expecting I mean a tie on the road is awesome
1: right um, right yeah you're playing so, with house bunny there
0: yeah so yes it's it's holy smokes this is gonna be quite the month yeah but it also we could also be looking at this month like man we came out with you know seven points granted we're sitting at 17 right now after like about two months so it would be a little off the pace but seven points from um, you know all those games might not be that bad after all if you get like two well maybe want more than
1: seven yeah two maybe home a work. little more yeah just because yeah. of the amount of games but yeah. Like, yeah i get what you're saying yeah it's yeah yeah i guess it puts a lot of importance on those two home games because it's home against new red bulls who are you know just below us in the conference standings and then home against miami who's a little further down but they seem to be figuring it out a little more with each week so it, yeah, th- those are going to be extra important this month, but it, it's it's just going to be a, t- a slog this whole month. Um, unfortunately, they do have like a couple weeks in to start June off to you know recover, and hopefully there's not a lot of injuries or anything that they're really going to have to manage a whole lot. But it's it's just going to be a, a tough one for sure. And yeah. I... It's it's just a really good thing that we did have it this the start that we did because we're we are sitting pretty at, at the top of the East uh, even after the two losses or the two uh, results against Toronto and Montreal but I mean I'm I'm also looking at this like the Eastern Conference is is weaker so I it's it it's going to be tough to get those road points against these Western Conference teams but I feel less worried about being caught by red bulls even if we do i feel like we'll be able to overtake them on a when when those our schedule gets a little bit easier like i'm not super threatened by a lot of eastern conference teams so like the if we struggle this month i think we still will be okay to stay towards the top of the east afterwards Mm -hmm.
0: yeah good point good point um yeah yeah it's just tough because miami's kind of warming up at this point couple wins under their belt they figured out that Iguain is best used on the bench yeah. bull undefeated on the road really weird situation there um so even those two home games are uh, you know despite being against eastern conference teams they could be potentially like teams that are not as easy to beat as usual right right um, I was looking looking at that Miami game earlier in the season. You're looking at that like you know a shark blood in the water. Mm-hmm. Oh man, bring on Miami! But now they're starting to figure out a little bit of themselves, and it must, it's going to be just a little bit tougher. Not am Not that we going to predict we don't get all three points from both those games. But
1: do you think Iguain um, even travels in that game? I sure After hope what he happened does. the last time when he came to Philly or Chester. Oh yeah, that would be. That's gonna be fun.
0: No, I think I think I want Egoine to be as involved as possible in that game. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'll be entertaining for sure.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, yeah. Let's start now. Let's start getting into it a little bit. Um. That that home open that stadium opening game against Nashville. Yeah. That's that's tough. And then I just want to move past that one because we'll talk about that a little more mm-hmm. at the end when we do our predictions. But then. You've got the LAFC away and then Orlando US Open Cup away. So then the conversation that I want to bring up is do you play a B team or a not completely A team in either of those spots? And if so, which spot gets
1: it? Are you saying between LAFC and Orlando?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. two games within like three or four days. I mean, um, the country.
1: It's tough because LAFC is like who we would potentially, you know, currently be like competing with for supporter shield. So like, even though they're a Western conference team, that's like, if we're going for this trophy, they're, you know, they're the top dogs right now. They're the team to kind of, to fight for, but you know, we, we definitely have, you know, current loves the, the open cup and that's, I could see that being a somewhat of a priority cause that, that could easily be a trophy we, we get contend for. And, you know, we've, That'd be a nice one to have. So I, I don't know. It, it is really tough. I, I, it's like one of those where you know. Obviously, we wish we had like a, a USL team to play against in this Open Cup where we can know rest some guys and it's you know obviously a, a, a potentially easier opponent. Um, but I I kind of am leaning towards resting guys for Orlando, but just because it's you know the miscellaneous tournament. But I I don't know how much I actually love that that answer
0: yeah i don't i don't know if i love it either but i yeah i don't know if there is a right answer mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and we just obviously have some cool history out and uh uh against lafc so it's like right like how like i i for the lafc game what's the one thing you really want to see there is a right answer
1: it's a goal. It goal
0: it's oh yeah I just want to see a free kick from like thirty-five yards yeah. out because you know everyone is gonna be thinking the same thing like uh-huh. holy crap the... this guy's about to start another world pandemic
1: and that I think that game is also like a a, a super late start like the last one I think it is like a ten thirty start
0: yeah on the on the Google calendar it's spanned across two days yeah. because it's too late <laughs> that's, yeah man that's I just fun. yeah just just buckle up man yeah. Cuz the uh, last time he did that I don't know we didn't go outside for three years so that's that's true still trying to recover um all right so then red bull we won't be there we're celebrating keegan's birthday that's keegan rosenberry obviously (laughs) um but we'll all get to watch together that will be fun yeah miami unfortunately is a midweek game do you think you'll get out to that one uh yeah yeah i hate you (laughs) um i've only been to one game and it was the san jose oh. one that was like the freezing it's so cold, terrible game
1: oh, my man. beer froze before i could
0: finish it It was just <laughs> uh yeah. that's the one game i, I got yeah yeah summertime's coming i'll be
1: yeah we've got one good weather game this, yeah it's this only yeah. because it'd be like it's gonna be rain or like the randoms yeah it's it's always fun weather in chester
0: yeah um, Timbers away—that's always a tough trip. Obviously, a tough trip. Yeah. Um, and then think, New England,
1: which is this like a wild card. Yeah. You just yeah. Who knows what New England? Because now the other
0: thing with all these teams is like, I mean, we know how Nashville and LAFC and Orlando are right now. But by the time we're playing Red Bull in two and a half weeks, they could be playing differently. I don't know what their U.S. Open Cup matchup looks like before that. They, you know, you don't really know by the, by the time we get to the Timbers and revs, like revs for all we know, could be top of the East. They could be bottom of the East. It's just, when you've got that many games before that, it's tough to, I wouldn't want to really make too too bold predictions of those games, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, especially the, they're they're, always, they're bound to figure it out. It's like at some point they still have all like a, a lot of talent and it's, it's just so strange how bad the poor they've been this year.
0: Yeah. And, and like, who knows where like Matt Turner will be at that part, that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah if it's cold, his feet will freeze again, but who knows? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So, um, do you, okay. Uh, let's not do a, a point prediction. Do you have a prediction of what, uh, where we'll be in the in the Eastern conference standing at the end of May?
0: Oh, that's a good question. All right. I'm looking at everyone's schedules right now. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's tough. That's those calculating, <laughs> computer <laughs> calculator <laughs> calculator uh i think they're gonna be in uh, uh this is gonna be a negative take i think they're gonna be in fourth fourth wow
1: okay i'm i'll say second okay yeah
0: and um but i also have them winning the u.s open cup by the end of the month so <laughs> the end of the month wrap it up yeah then so. <laughs> you you don't so that's yeah, it's, that's yeah, i'll take it Take or leave it well done well played all right um let's let's move this train forward to miscellaneous soccer topic of the week going to tease a future topic of the week um i don't know when but at some point we're going to have the some of the philadelphia spartans players and staff on the podcast they reached out to us they want to be on um big fans of the pod so shout out to those guys hey uh to them um despite me being in fredericksburg one of their main rivals fredericksburg fire go fire <laughs> <laughs> might be what we do uh what, what do you spartans do up there luke
1: uh poke stuff they have swords i think
0: right spartans in, then you yell this is sparta and you kick a kid into the hole or something oh uh, yeah um, that's that's exactly what we do yep yeah a little loose on the movie but uh Oh yeah. We're going to have that on at some point. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, okay, back to what we were going to talk about, but this is a lot less important. Um, so lucky charms. Uh, yeah. Why, why do people listen to us? But Hey, thanks guys. Yeah. Um, so definitely stealing this miscellaneous soccer topic from the best soccer show with Jason Davis and Jared Dubois. Um, they were talking about lucky charms for some reason. And they came up with, or they were, they were throwing the idea of if there was a box of lucky charms made for us soccer, what would they have? And they were like the shield, uh, like a magic wand for Weston McKinney. Um, so Luke, and I, I honestly have not thought of this. You get to design five lucky charms. Yeah. Are you into design at all? You a like little design? bit. And I, I doubt you like design, right? Yeah, yeah sure. You dabble. Yeah, yeah, pretty amateur, but I think, I think it'll be enough for this. Cool. Um, you get to design five charms for Lucky in his uh, Philadelphia Union box. Cool. Uh, what what five shape marshmallow charms are you gonna choose?
1: Okay, I've like I mean you have to start with the snake. Okay, there's that's one snake. Easy. Yes. That's, yeah. That's, yes. I, I have to say a lightning bolt too. Two? Oh, I like that snake lightning bolt. Yeah. Um, oh, you, I feel like there's got to be a way to do like a bridge. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, that might be a little too complicated for for a marshmallow, but I, I feel like that one'd be that'd be good. I can do it. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um all right, now I'm trying to think of like player ones. Ooh. Maybe uh, I, I get I would not I don't wanna steal the the wand because of a wizard and like El Brujo, his nickname. Um mm-hmm. Maybe oh, you gotta do a like a Glesnitz foot? like oh i don't know you 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 gotta jump in help me out
0: uh would you yeah probably just a barefoot and say it's glasmas is that what you're thinking
1: yeah just i don't know i'm trying to think of like player you know related no yeah Yeah. i'm trying to think of something with like andre blake and gloves um but then it's just regular gloves i'm trying to think of like specific to this player
0: yeah i was thinking a shield supporter shield would be cool okay yeah
1: um what's a homegrown one like what could be the homegrown one like
0: what about just like i'm just thinking of marshmallow design where it's not too yeah like like almost like a Paxton slash brendan aronson looking marshmallow where it's just kind of like uh
1: <laughs> a floppy haired yeah yeah, person? I mean, yeah, yeah. Be
0: pretty pretty capable of marshmallow technologies
1: okay um, yeah yeah, I think I think that's it. I feel like we I think we nailed it. I think we got we got enough. Do you think we talked about it enough? <laughs> As way more than than others would, so I think we're good.
0: All right, cool. Um, if you guys want to talk about it more, let us know. <laughs> just let us know. Uh, maybe
1: bonus this, episode. Just yeah,
0: bonus a bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers VIPs. Um, oh delay. boy. I'll, I'll have them at our live episode. <laughs> I'll have them made. I'm gonna home make Lucky
1: Charms. <laughs> all right, we're spiraling. Yeah. We're losing, we've been so good all night. Oh man, this is coming yeah. after like one of our best episodes with Paul and like all the like incredible stuff that he talked about and now we we're, now we're just know he's diving with Lucky Charms. Well, you know why that episode was so good, right? Because we talked uh, so little.
0: Yeah, someone else did most of the talking. <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, I really i i connected with him on LinkedIn, and I'm trying to create a podcast with him, but we're just trying to nail a, <laughs> together a name. That's a uh, pretty good. Yeah. We're thinking Dupius Dupi Dupi Associates, but it's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> it is. All right. Oh God. Okay, Luke. This weekend there's gonna be soccer games. Uh, what bets? What bets are you gonna be making?
1: All right. So I have a, a three game parlay with Austin beating houston toronto beating cincinnati and the revs beating miami so that's a three dollar bet to win 26 dollars.
0: okay that's not bad yeah. yeah
1: not bad um hmm
0: yeah i my funds are just so low i haven't uh, can't afford <laughs> and yet we're
1: that. still giving betting advice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, funds are, lost, funds are too low to, to make to any bets and yet here we are
0: yeah yeah <laughs> The other night, the the other weekend, I posted it. I picked um, two ties and a win, and they were all zero zero games, and I was just pissed because I almost <laughs> hit big, but whatever. Um, no, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah,
1: I don't like any like. So DC yeah. is at plus six hundred on DraftKings like, at at Columbus. And I know they like, or you know, just fired their coach, but they they won their last game without their coach, and they have the taxi the got their new striker who who lit it up last week so i feel like that i don't know that might be an interesting play
0: yeah and crew has not been
1: God. scoring yeah, crew, yeah and they just
0: yeah right. I, I think they've scored like one goal in the last four games or something along those lines
1: hmm. yeah, 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 they lost to detroit like they're, they're a team that they could be losing their coach soon too so i think that that could be one to potentially jump on
0: yeah um yeah i mean i could take red bull over fire but red bull on the road are bound to lose at some point uh yeah like that dc value though that might be worth worth a shekel or two just for the value play Mm -hmm. um timbers timbers are pretty big dogs against the rapids uh on the road i don't know i feel like any rapids game i always just want to pick draw um (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You could do, you could do like Earthquakes and DC United. Both teams just fired their coaches. They're, they both just won. You pick both those teams to win on the road, throw a dollar on to win 52. I mean, it's not bad. There you go. But usually those things have big odds because they're not likely to happen. That's true. From what I understand, I, I, I
1: <laughs> still learning I, this whole betting thing.
0: Yeah. I figure <laughs> this out. But, uh, yeah, I do have a, uh, 37 cent bet on uh tonight so look at that let's go seattle tie puma all right um let's talk about nashville i want to i want to dive in here a little bit we're gonna kind of get serious for a second um do you see flock starting this game
1: so i'm trying to factor in the uh, like what we talked about with this schedule there's going to be some rotation coming up there has to be so mm-hmm. I think maybe I think maybe Flock starts and then you send McGlynn on the road to to, to start against LAFC because I think it is I feel like it is between Flock and McGlynn. and and we the reason this is coming up because you know we need to get offense going and Flock doesn't really contribute to that so and McGlynn, McGlynn can um but I feel like that, that like this schedule rotation has might might my might be a factor in this too where maybe we it's either we see Mclinn this game and maybe not at LAFC, but I feel like maybe Curran's going to play safer against Nashville. Cause they maybe be easier to get a result against.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I agree. I'm going to take it a little bit further. I think, I think flock starts this one because I think the union will be under heavier pressure this game. So you want the more defensive player mm-hmm. and you're, you're, I'd say more. Okay. Settling for a tie in this game. Um, just because of all the emotions in this one, and uh, you 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 could pull off a tie in this because you know as much as the emotions will be high and exciting for Nashville, um, that also puts the pressure on them. So if you can kind of stymie them yeah. with defensive play, and then just hope that you know we can we can strike lightning once or twice, then yeah, it'll be okay. You're not yeah, but then the LAFC game, I think I think you could see. Uh, McGlynn and Sullivan get the start Um for I mean you, you might even at that point I, I don't know I could see you rotate a, a handful of players like maybe even like just go
1: you know, so I, like I mean, full homegrown like, in LA
0: yeah almost but like maybe keep our two strikers but maybe rest Gazdag Bedoya and Flock and then like uh, I'm thinking like Bedoya might not even travel to LAFC like give mm-hmm. them give him that time off because he, he is showing, he was showing a little bit of uh fatigue against yep. Montreal yep. and it was, yeah, definitely slowing things down. Um, and that just seems like that's going to be a game. Yeah. Despite them being a supporter show contender with us, history shows that those games, um, can be a little crazy. I mean, it's going to be mm-hmm. middle of the night for us and, uh, you know, Bodoia is probably going to be really tired and the home grounds probably are going to be wide awake. <laughs> um yeah, so yeah. That so um I think we both settled on Flock starting against Nashville and then moving forward seeing more rotation.
1: Yeah. Right. I I think it I mean it is I feel it's inevitable this, this month that we're going to see their rotation, but yeah, I, I think that that plan or that guess makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you see any rotation maybe In Stryker Like I know we we still want to see Yua and Karanza build Their chemistry with Glasdug and everything But do you think maybe Kern shakes it up Because There haven't been a lot of goals being produced And maybe Santos when he's healthy He he jumps in and gets a start Or do you want to just see them ride it out And, and give Yua and Carranza all the minutes To start and see get them Just wait for them to figure it out Ah <sighs> yeah
0: that's i i think you just
1: keep riding it's
0: it's tough because i don't know where where, uh you was fitness is as far as like just playing um and And, coming in and this is gonna be
1: a bunch of travel for him a guy who's like not used to mls and the travel in this in this country with like all these games coming up i feel like that's gonna be a kind of probably a shock to his body and yeah with his fitness maybe that i don't know it, it could be tough
0: yeah um and and just speaking of the strikers like burke didn't exactly gain a lot of uh confidence in his last run yeah, out where definitely. i was like wow yeah and and santos just can't seem to stay healthy and that's just kind of been his his mo yeah so it's like as much as maybe i want to say yeah let's rotate him, i'm also like no <laughs> <laughs> Like I mean maybe if I if if you're asking me to rotate, i don't. I almost think I'd prefer to see Sullivan up there. Yeah. Rather than one of the other guys starting and just keep Dirk as a substitute.
1: Yeah. And or, or it could even be like uh Paxson and Gazak as the dueling number ten in like the Christmas tree kind of thing. But that's that's even I don't know, that's probably more drastic of a move.
0: Yeah, that that and that's yeah, that's another interesting thought. Like what about Oh, yeah. like we need.
1: I feel like we haven't seen a, a lot of packs in and He can provide an offensive punch. Um, um, yeah. Now we
0: could go down the old, why isn't Curtin substituting as well as he used to? Right. Well, he had been. and. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Why, why are we sitting here with the deepest team we've ever had? And our substitutes seem to be less and later than they were last year and the year before. Right. Like, there was so much uh, yeah. Yeah, it just, just just feels like curtains kinda of going a little bit backwards on the substitution patterns and um yeah, not ideal. But mm-hmm. right. anyway, let's you, get into our prediction. Yep. What do you think?
1: I'm gonna say it's a three one union win.
0: Wow. We're gonna get that you offense
1: just- click and, and it's I don't know. I'm just it Goals have to come at some point, so you know, might might as well make it happen at at Toronto, or at uh, at Nashville and ruin their party. All right, wow, that is, and we could, and okay. Also, there's this stat that like Nashville is like historically terribly terrible at uh, defending set pieces, and Wagner's been like one of the best at like providing creating goals off of set pieces. So so maybe we just keep you know drawing fouls and corner kicks and. Capitalize on that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. A little method to your madness. Okay. I got you. Um. Gosh, that makes my my prediction seem lean. <laughs> I was it. gonna do something I don't do often. <laughs> zero zero. I think it's gonna be a zero wow. zero draw. That's... Grind it out. Just survive the nashville moment because it's just nashville's moment it like no no doubt about it this mm-hmm. is gonna be nashville's moment Yep. um and i think i think it's gonna be great to get a point on sunday
1: i mean yeah i i wouldn't be upset with that i don't think it'd be boring but yeah yeah i yep that's that's ah man i
0: i don't want it <laughs> right but right. I just, I actually just bet a hundred dollars on it to be a zero-zero game, so guarantee it's not happening. All right, cool. Well, uh, I did not bet that. Just full disclaimer: I don't have more than three dollars in my bank account. So, all right, cool, man. Well, uh, thanks for hopping on the pod tonight. Appreciate you uh, being a guest on my show.
1: <laughs> thanks for having me. I guess. Jeez. Hey, you know. So you're gonna you're gonna produce this and put this together and uh, publish it.
0: <laughs> this guy is full <laughs> of jokes full of jokes oh <laughs> uh, man yeah once i learn how to use that uh worldwide web i'll put it on the internet Just jesse weight world www.creedthoughts.com <laughs> all right man uh yeah cool um ladies and gentlemen thanks for listening to episode number 116 we will talk to you yeah we'll, we'll try to talk to you guys next week and uh just keep on being good people YEN GO!